Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Don't have time to work out? Well, that's where our free... 10-minute classes come into your life. You can go ahead and sign up over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash five days and we'll send you five days of 10-minute classes, yoga, Pilates, all of the goodness to make you feel absolutely amazing. Emma, are you excited? Oh yes, these are my favorite classes. Bring it on. We'll see you super soon on the mat over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash five days. This is episode 308 on the Get Married podcast, and we are so excited to be back in your ears this week. And we are talking all about blossoming. And blossom, in fact, is this month's theme inside our Merry Body Online studio. And I tell you what, it's a good theme. <laughs> uh, I love working with our themes. It's just nice to set an intention for the month or maybe for your practice or just to, to it's a, a way to allow self-reflection on a topic where you can dive a little deeper and, I don't know, become aware of new things about yourself. Mm. And especially what I like is that we find quotes for these themes and these quotes have been really fun to read. Just one, you are built not to shrink down to less but to blossom into more, Oprah Winfrey. We always love Oprah, don't we? Yes. And, I mean, it's so easy to kind of want to sink back and retract and not be loud and not shine bright out of fear of what others will think of you. And, you know, these words just remind you to shine bright as you are. Can you repeat the quote? You are built not to shrink down to less but to bless them into more. Blossom. Mm. I said bless them. Bless them. Bless them. Bless you. <laughs> Yes, that's so true. Sometimes we can feel retract, retract, retract. Mm. I don't want to shine or I don't want to show my full self. Or, I mean, we've spoken about it so much before, you don't allow yourself to blossom out of the fear that you're going to suck at it or people will laugh at you or you will fail. In your eyes, you'll fail. So, therefore, you don't even try. So true. Hmm. That there's many more quotes. You read one now. Well, I think this one is directly related to that whole idea of worrying about what people think of you. Like wildflowers, you must allow yourself to grow in all the places mm. you, th- in all the places people thought you never would. Mm. And so I think, and this is by E V, E dot V. I have no idea who that's by, um, but it's similar to what you just were saying, Emmy. That. You know, a lot of the time we fear what people are going to be thinking about us when we want to do the things we want to do. And a lot of the time people doubt us. Mm. You know, you have a great idea or you want to do something and the first thing that people might say to you is, that's risky. Mm. That's a bit dangerous. (laughs) And I think 
for women, this is especially more apparent. You know, women want to do something risky. They want to quit their jobs. They want to follow their passion. Suddenly it's a risk. A man wants to do it. Oh, yeah. Good on (laughs) you. Very true. And what about this one? And somehow, after everything, she still bloomed in the way she was meant to. Morgan Harper Nichols. And I love that one because, again, I feel like that is more, you know, we might be going through a hardship or a bit of an obstacle or a struggle or maybe it doesn't feel like it's going our way. Yet we persist and we keep taking steps and we keep taking actions and then we can reflect and realize, oh, wow, those obstacles and those hardships and all of that uh, little bit or a lot of struggle was actually me growing and, and blooming. Yeah, and, and this is all about perspective, isn't it? And it's also about, you know, being honest with the fact that all of us on our paths will come to hardships and difficulties and obstacles like that is just a fact of life there will be hardships in life and everyone's hardship looks differently uh but it's also that is such a time these hard times upon reflection are usually the biggest times of change and transformation and learning and growth and I'm not saying you have to go through hardship to learn but I'm saying one thing that does come from hardship is a huge lesson and whether that's a lesson in you know uh connecting to your intuition or maybe it's uh something about persistence like keeping on going like you're stronger than you think you can do it you are capable I think so often we think we're so incapable I'm not sure why maybe it's something you heard growing up maybe it was that you sucked at school and you just think well I got d's and c's my whole life Uh, I never did exceptionally well in anything, therefore I can't do anything at all well. Uh, You know, we have all these ideas in our minds that we create these kind of patterns that we fall back onto, but it's through these growth times where we realise we're so capable and we're so resilient and we can do it. And sometimes we need that obstacle to prove it to us and then we learn from that and we we then don't wait for the obstacle. We we try harder maybe. We believe in ourselves harder and bigger and more. And I think, you know, when we have like a moment that is a struggle or a hardship, often we can, again, retract from it mm. and and turn away from it. But maybe we're supposed to move toward it. And that mm. is in that. And I, I liken it to like a lotus flower, mm. right? <laughs> so mm. they Talking grow from the, the muddy depths of the pond and they're, they're covered in mud and muck and the water is dirty down the bottom. But there's this like sprinkling of light that the flower sees and it grows through it all the way up to the top and then blossoms and blooms. But if it didn't go through that darkness or that that muddiness, it would never have reached that blossoming. And, you know, this is in those moments of toughness, that's where we learn a whole nother version of ourselves mm. that we didn't even know existed. Yeah. Uh, I know there's a quote. I don't think we shared it recently, but, you know, the quote about um, how the flower just blooms and it doesn't look you know, to the other flower oh, yeah. and be like, oh, that flower's prettier than me, <laughs> whatever. It's like about comparison. comparison. 
should find that quote. But anyway, you've probably seen that quote. If you live on Instagram for a portion of your life. Hope you don't. <laughs> please don't live on Instagram. Maybe for five minutes at a day, on a day. Um, but you've seen that quote and I love that quote about comparison, how, you know, it just they just bloom and that's something that we can try and practice, you know, like not look at someone else and compare and think why why did they have that and I don't have that? Why do they look like that and I don't look like that? It's just appreciating the beauty of others and knowing that you have that beauty too. It's just unique and different and perfect as it is, should be. As it- yeah, and I think it's the idea of flower neutrality. We're each flowers, yeah. you know, like each flower. I love all flowers. Yeah. I don't hate any flower. Unless they're, like, poisonous. Yeah, (laughs) but even some of the poisonous ones are beautiful. It's true, that's true, that's true. You know what? The the poisonous ones are usually beautiful because that's their job, like, to trick the animals to eat them and things like that. And, I mean, even the wildflowers, the weeds, like, the weeds are beautiful. I always say to Joel, because Joel's in conservation, whenever I see, like, a flower in where it shouldn't be, look at that beautiful flower, my God. It's a weed. I'm like, yeah, but it's beautiful. <laughs> I know, but the bad thing is the weed strangle the, know, na- the natural. In the wrong place. So, like, that's not a good analogy because, yeah, in the wrong place the weed is bad because it does hurt the natives. But they're still beautiful Well, like Bergenvillea, at, right? that's a weed here, right? Well, it's a weed here in Greece, not a weed. But it's not – that, to me, Bergenvillea is everything. Like, when you see that on a house, you're like, <laughs> oh, my, I love it. It's like a wall of green and pink and oh, it just reminds me of Greece, obviously, and mm. take me there. But, yeah, I mean, there's so many great little stories and metaphors with flowers and, and then, blooming. Yeah, the whole idea of, well, like – we don't even need to appreciate the beauty like uh, of one another. We can just allow each yeah. other to blossom in yes. our own way because beauty, again, yes. is so subjective. That's like, so true. We don't – like everyone has their own idea, but we could simply just blossom in our own way and like – allow the other people to blossom as well and celebrate that yeah, and instead, celebrate our differences. Instead of having judgments yeah. and this, there's the self-judgment and then there's the external judgment when you hear yourself saying, oh, look what they're wearing or look at mm-hmm. that, that's judgment. And can we let go of that? Can we let go of that judgment and know that actually that brings more good to you and also other people around you? By letting go. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, now I want to talk about – Because I think, you know, this blossoming idea and actually any intention setting I think is a really powerful thing. But often we don't leave space for it. Yeah. (laughs) And this is why the themes are so great inside Mary Body because it's, again, something that maybe you you didn't even think you wanted to kind of discover or uncover or learn more about. And that's why I like like them because it gives you this moment of focus. How do we welcome in a new thing? Like how is – what's the best way Mm. to actually allow something to blossom that perhaps wasn't there before but we know that we want to welcome it in? It's just something we're intrigued about. Yeah, okay. So it's like this this thing you want to welcome into your life. Maybe it's a a new skill. Mm. Or a new mindset. A new new mindset or it's it's like a new part of you and that whole idea of growth or leveling up without the pressure. I don't want to add the pressure. You can level up and, like, enjoy the road. (laughs) What would we call it? You can joy up. (laughs) Joy, joy up, maybe joy. I don't know if it'll work. I don't think it will catch on. But, I mean, it's simply about welcoming something new and feeling that sense of, hey, I learned that 
and now it's a part of my life. It's like you becoming a yoga teacher, me becoming a Pilates teacher. It's like uh, learning a new skill, anything. Or it's about changing a perspective. It's like, hey, like five years ago, I had really seriously bad money mindset. Now I have seriously good, abundant money mindset. That's an example. So whatever it is, it's like, it's cool though, because the first place we have to begin with is awareness, right? The awareness of I want to change. The awareness of, hey, I'm done with this aspect of myself. I want to welcome a new like swap it to something different yeah and it's not saying that you suck now it's just acknowledging hey this is where I'm at I want to be somewhere else and that's a great place to be so often we can become aware of that I don't like this about myself and we stay there and we just get angry at ourselves and we put ourselves down and we're stuck we're stuck in the mud but the truth is you're not stuck in the mud you just have to grow through the mud as the lotus does Mm -hmm. We have to push through that level of like dirt and muck. And then, yeah, it's going to be hard because, yeah, you're going to have to change. And what does that mean? Like daily habits, daily mindset shifts, daily, hey, like I'm really busy, but I need to add half an hour of this practice every single day to be where I want to be. But the thing is, life is going. Life is passing us by. Why not? Why can't we welcome something new in? Yeah, why not? We can. We can. We absolutely can. And I think it's sometimes we get afraid of the work involved. Yeah. And, you know, it's that, that quote. I think it's Brendan Bouchard and, you know, you go knocking on a door for opportunity and opens hard up, up opens the door, it's hard work. Yeah. No thanks. He's like, see ya. <laughs> see ya. That's not what I wanted. It's so true. <laughs> I didn't know this was going to be tough. But it is because welcoming in, in anything new is always going to have a level level of difficulty because we've never done it before. Mm-hmm. And so it's even if it's, you know, it's not even that we need to lose the idea that difficult is bad, yes. that difficult is unenjoyable. Yeah. Because actually I have had many moments where it's been quite difficult and they've been filled with joy and excitement and, wow, I'm doing this. I'm mm-hmm. learning something new. And it could be like a yoga pose or something that I've been trying to get and I've been practicing and practicing and practicing and then it's really bloody tough and I get it. I'm like, wow, but the journey to the pose was really mm-hmm. fun. I think it's starting a blog, a website, so overwhelming at the start. How the heck do I do yeah. that? Oh, look at all what's all around. I'm too late. Like, that's really hard. But then when you are doing it and you're like, you're doing it like you could do it in your sleep, that's amazing. To be like, wow, once that, making that blog post overwhelmed me, now it's like a piece of cake. I mean, that's everything in our business. Exactly. Everything we've ever done was once so freaking hard. And I remember thinking like in in some moments, "This, this is the worst. I don't even want to do this. But then you have to switch that and remember another moment where another thing was difficult and then it became easy. Then it became just part of your everyday life, whether it's your life or your business. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, we had this conversation the other night with, with Damiano and Irene, I think was it that night, about school and about how when you're a student, sometimes mm. you forget like mm-hmm. what the whole point of being a student is. And I was saying they need to teach students, they need to teach kids like the whole reason why you're going to school and why you're learning. <laughs> because sometimes as a kid, you forget, like you don't want to do the hard work because you forget that you're learning something new. 
there's a reason why it's difficult. And then when you're as an adult, you're learning, I think you have more awareness of this. Like, wow, like I'm putting myself in this situation. It's really hard, but I'm going to come out the other side with this new whole solid foundation of knowledge. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go through this hardship and come out different. And I think as a kid, I forgot that. All I was focused on was, I don't want to get a bad mark. I don't want to suck. Like, I want to, I want to impress my whoever. Uh, and I think you kind of lose sight of the whole reason of school. And maybe that happens to people who are not naturally, like, good at school. I think, yeah, it's almost like we need to teach or share or create better intentions behind the learning because mm. I agree. It was all about getting good grades. Yeah, that and that isn't that isn't what school is about at all. Well, it's about learning. That's the whole reason we go, isn't and it? And if someone gets a bad grade, then that is just that's not a bad thing. That is a indicator. Okay, let's do a bit more work here. Well, hey, maybe my curriculum sucks, <laughs> and like, <laughs> my, maybe my teaching style needs to change. No, your all your teachers are amazing. I understand. <laughs> your job is bloody tough, and to be able to teach, you know, thirty kids. The same thing. Of course, you know, kids are going to be to learn differently. Well, it's going to be really hard. It actually, like, when you think about it, it doesn't make sense, the system, because it suits, you know, the people who fall into the, the area, it suits them. And then the outliers, mm. this is like everything in life though, right? The, yeah. the outsiders, school doesn't suit them. And then they're the ones that fail and struggle. And they're the ones that muck up and probably get in trouble. And then it's like, there's your path. You're on that path then for the rest of your school life. And it sucks. I actually, like, I wasn't on that path, but I can reflect back and I know people that I love who was on that path. And I feel like that's when a different system is required for the other kids too. So they don't disturb the other kids. Yeah, exactly. But that's a whole other subject though. <laughs> and like, yeah, <laughs> I've talked about this a lot. Um, but I think, uh, yes, yeah, learning stuff, learning anything new, welcoming any new mindset is hard because sometimes change all the time change is hard Mm. and glennon doyle says it best we can do hard things yeah and i love that quote so much because it's so simple and when you hear it out loud you realize oh my gosh i can do a hard thing i don't need to shy away from it yeah and you don't need to rely on other people to do it for you you can do it you can ask for help you can get a team you can like have your support network, but you don't need to rely on other people to do everything for you. And I think sometimes you can rely on that too. You're like waiting for someone to come and rescue you. Maybe that's Disney Bloody syndrome. Disney. <laughs> Bloody Disney. Uh, that's another podcast. Uh, so I want to talk more about setting this intention of welcoming something new because I think this is a really powerful practice of making sure you set aside time to to think about that new thing you want to welcome in and to to say to yourself I want to welcome this in because hmm. sometimes you can say I'm going to welcome this in and you just forget about it but part of the practice of welcoming in the new thing is reminding yourself that you want to welcome in the new thing and setting an intention uh like every morning when you wake up that is really powerful and when I know we do it with a big inhale and a big exhale and you kind of set it in your heart space because that, again, brings awareness to it. Because like any new thing, for example, body acceptance, when you're accept- trying to accept yourself, it doesn't just happen overnight. It's something you have to consciously decide to do every single day. 
especially when we are bombarded with so many mixed messages telling us the opposite thing, yeah. that we shouldn't accept ourselves. Actually, you're wrong. Actually, you're this, too this, too fat, too ugly, too dumb, not enough. Buy my product. <laughs> uh, th- we're bombarded with those messages. And so we have to consciously decide we want to welcome in this new mindset. And so there are some intentions that actually stay with you forever. Yeah. And I think this is an interesting thing to note as well because it's almost like learning these all these different things and you kind of like keep some for a little while but then you let some go and then you keep some for a long while. Like mm-hmm. acceptance to me is one I'm probably going to keep for the rest of my life. Well, I think that's why it's important to have like kind of these overarching intentions, mm-hmm. right? Like if there's a big one and self-acceptance is a great one. You know, self-confidence could be another one too. Like I'm going to focus on my self-confidence because what these big intentions do, they impact every little aspect of our life. So self-acceptance doesn't just mean you're going to accept your stomach. It means you're going to accept how you show up in the world. It means you're going to accept any changes you're going through. It means you're more accepting of other people around you. Uh It also means you're more compassionate. When you're self-accepting, you're compassionate, you're kind. So this big intention is a huge life-changing intention that ripples out to your work, your relationships, uh, the way you order your coffee even. Like Mm. it's all, it's it's impacting everything. So that's why I think brilliant. Get this big intention, this big change you want to make, but then also do like these smaller maybe goals or actual more tangible stuff. So like, okay, I want to become a teacher. I want to become a yoga teacher. I want to learn this language. I want to learn a new musical instrument. And, you know, they're like more tangible, Mm. smaller. And obviously you need to practice that like 30 minutes, 20 minutes a day or something. Uh, (laughs) I don't know how long. I don't know. But this acceptance thing is you know it's in every moment almost it's just having this more awakeness around your thoughts yeah so they're two different things aren't they yeah you know there's the tangible action Mm. of i want to learn a language and that's Mm. how i want to blossom this month or whatever Mm. then there's also i want to learn how to accept myself and they are able to be brought in the same way in that we bring attention to them and Mm. we give them time but you're not going to be uh, I mean you might practice your language every day but you'll know it Mm. like it'll be something you know Mm. like the back of your hand once you learn it all Mm. whereas acceptance I feel as it's forever learning and there's a forever mm, challenging you yeah it, there, there really is. And the thing is when you do practice something over and over every day when it's a constant thought, it strengthens. So, you know, the, the first day I heard about self-acceptance or the first day I decided that's it, I'm accepting myself no matter what, you know, that was harder. Now it's a lot easier. And now when I might find myself feeling negative about what I look like, it's much faster the turnaround to come back to feeling good about myself uh i also feel it in so many other aspects of life like even just you know having my feelings like sharing my feelings i think that was something i was always quite ashamed of you know like what i truly thought 
or how how I showed up with my feelings. Maybe I was once embarrassed of that. Now I'm so much more accepting of this. I'm just a really feeling person. Like I just feel a lot. I express my feelings. Why did I think this was a bad thing? I accept that self that that aspect about me now and I appreciate it and I'm not ashamed of it anymore. That's what self-acceptance does. It's not just skin deep. It's deeper than that. It's personality. It's uh, your thoughts. It's your heart. It's your traits. You're so much more accepting of the whole vessel that you are, the whole, the whole being that you are. It's like just make this your intention. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like, you know, this is a powerful intention in that it it ripples out into everything and in a way it clears the way for you to welcome in other things yeah. that you really would love to welcome in because with these other tangible things, why haven't we done them yet? Usually it's because we don't yes, feel good enough. Exactly. Usually it's because we think someone's going to judge us. Oh, I, I'm not very good at dancing. I'm just, I, I know I want to do ballroom dancing, but I know I'm going to suck. And what are my friends going to think about me? And I'm just going to stumble over my feet. Yeah, I'm just not going to go to class at all. And then suddenly you welcome in, in an intention like acceptance. Then this dance class looks like the most perfect opportunity for me to practice my self-acceptance. So true. And it, it inspires you almost. When you hear like the thoughts pop up, you're like, interesting. Maybe this is where I should go because maybe this is going to really help me with my self-acceptance intention. So true. Gosh, self-acceptance is the game changer. It really is. And it leads to so much more because we can think of all the other great mindset lessons we've learned. I can think of them like gratitude, totally linked to self-acceptance, totally. As soon as you become more self-acceptance, you become more grateful for everything. They're so linked. Mm, everything is linked, really. Yeah. And the bun- a money mindset, abundance, when you are more self-accepting, <laughs> <True. laughs> you, you accept where you are and then you welcome in change. Same, it's all linked. And it also, I think anything surrounding money mindset, abundance mindset, there's always that worry of becoming very attached to the material world and to money. Like, of course, like when you get these new goals of like, yeah, I can earn money, but then you become attached to it. And the thing is with money, Money, money does not bring you joy and happiness. We know that. Yeah, it brings you a certain level of security. We need it, of course. It feeds you. That's great. Like we need money. Um, but it's not – we don't depend on it for our fulfillment and enjoyment of life itself. What's probably more important is how you're making that money. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah, self-acceptance really helps that too. Uh, so if there was one intention you could welcome in, we would recommend this one. <laughs> I honestly, a hundred percent, I believe that to be true. And I mean, we grow up in a world where we are kind of told to fit into a box. I mean, this kind of relates to that, that discussion we had just before about school. Like if you don't fit in that box, then you're an outsider. I think we're very lucky right now, especially, I mean, in Australia and Western culture, this acceptance thing is huge, right? Like bigger than I've ever seen in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. And we are more understanding of each other's differences. I mean, there's still a lot of people who are not, <laughs> that's for sure. But, you know, you, one look at Netflix, you know, mainstream media, we are seeing more eclectic varieties of people than mm-hmm. ever before. 
on mainstream media. Like more people are getting a platform, more people are having a voice. Just compare like the shows of the 90s. Yeah, more people are being seen. Yeah, there's more color, there's more difference, there's more um, gender. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's changing. The world is going through a big shift and like, you know, when we welcome in this self-acceptance, of course, as we said again, you are more self-accepting, you're more accepting of other mm-hmm. people, which is beautiful. This is where we want to be, right? Full acceptance of how we are and mm-hmm. how you are. Definitely. Hmm. Well, this was about bloom. Blooming, <laughs> blossoming. And... Uh, I think take this opportunity to think about and to reflect, like what is something that you would like to see blossom in your life? And maybe you haven't even given yourself an opportunity lately to think about that. You know, there's been so much going on and sometimes we can get so distracted in the doing of life and Mm. the tasks. So true. Task-based life. Yeah. How about we strip away the task-based life and – we look more at a to-be list. Like how do we want to be? How do we want to live? Because we need to remember that these days that we're living in task-based lives are indeed a reflection of our entire lives. Like it's like a small drop in the ocean of the ocean. Wow. So how we live each day is in turn how we will live our lives. So how do you want to be every day? Hmm. We'll leave you with that big question. <laughs> if you want to share anything with us, please message us. We, love to we, hear you. we are here for you. If you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm just living in my to do list in my calendar. This sucks. We should talk about that. That's yeah, a good topic. living. I, I've been writing about that a lot. Like, are you living in your to do list and calendar? Mm. Let's talk about that next week. Yes, on the podcast. and then we'll talk about October theme like earlier on in October. October theme is good. Should we? Do and actually, we are. There's going to be a challenge for the October theme oh, yes. inside Mary Body, which always makes it a whole nother level of goodness yeah. because we're bringing in real. I guess this is the whole idea of like when we have an action devoted to an intention, there is so much potential for uh growth transformation Mm. and to bloom in itself in that whatever intention it might be uh so it's actually a perfect you know moving from blossom into the new theme and the new theme is get strong feel strong i love it which i love because the movement does get you strong but a feeling to me is so much more important how do you feel and i want to feel strong inside my mind inside you know, my everything and externally as well. Yeah, I'm really excited for this theme. I'm excited for the challenge. As you said, when we do correlate the, when we in, like intellect, 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 interlink. I feel like I can't talk today. I feel like, well, what the hell? Uh, in You know, connect the movement to the intention and do it as a group. It's a very powerful, amazing thing. Yeah, me too. So if you want to join us for that challenge, I know there's lots of Mary Bunny members listening. You guys don't have to do anything because you'll get everything sent directly to you, including the challenge plan, which I'll send this week. Uh, don't worry. Everything is already planned out for you. So nothing to think about. Just simply need to press play every single day. Uh, if you do want to join us, you can join your first seven days are free. So join on Monday and get the first free seven days of the challenge. Mm. See if you like it and then stay if you, if you do. 
Leave if you don't. <laughs> Trust us, we don't want you to stay if you don't like it. Uh, but it's going to be really fun. And I think the way that we've designed the challenge is, you know, it's it's a build-up to that strength-building, that strength-making, mm. which I think is always really cool to see because our bodies are so amazing in the way that they can just do the things mm. <laughs> and kind of build strength simply by bringing in 20 minutes of movement a day. I mm. think it's amazing. It is. Our bodies. <laughs> Thank you, body. If you've got questions, reach out, share your aha moments. We would love to hear from you. We always love to hear from you. Maybe just share where you're listening in from. Mm. It's always fun. Otherwise, have a great day. Bye. <laughs>